Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. There are plenty of reasons for individuals to pursue the ministry. Sadly, not all are Christ-like. In our day, most are aware that a church vocation can be financially profitable. In fact, there are many multimillionaire preachers today. And although we have seen that a faithful pastor is worthy of being taken care of, a pastor's motive for ministry must be Christ-like. Today on Drawing Near, we discuss the pastor's motive for serving. Please take your Bible, turn to 1 Timothy chapter 6, and join me for Money and Ministry. Before we study together, let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity that we have to study your word. This day that you've given to us as a blessed stewardship, help us to be faithful with everything, Father, that we do today, with our thoughts, our emotions, our words, our activities. Help us to honor you in everything. And Father, I pray that you would open our eyes to the truth of your word, but that we would not just examine the pastor's motive for ministry, but all of our motives for ministry. Because apart from the pastor, we all serve, and not everyone serves for godly motives. So Father, help us to examine our hearts and our minds to see all that you would have us to understand from this passage. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Let's begin today's study by reading 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6. Paul writes, But godliness actually is a means of great gain when accompanied by contentment. In the last part of verse 5, Paul was talking about those who teach false doctrines or who embrace doctrines other than biblical doctrines. One of the things he says about them is that some of those individuals suppose that godliness, religion, ministry, is a means of gain. There are those who perceive that serving in the church, serving in the ministry, is a means of financial gain, of profitability in a financial sense. Paul continues in verse 6 and says, But godliness actually is a means of great gain when accompanied by contentment. Paul is making a play on words where those who embrace a false doctrine see it as financially profitable, Paul sees godliness as a means of great gain when accompanied by contentment. In other words, the absence of a desire of a profit motive. The great gain that comes from serving in the ministry is a spiritual gain, not necessarily a financial gain. So in verse 6, Paul says those who serve in the ministry can benefit from the ministry can benefit from serving in the ministry if they are content. Paul says, I've learned to be content whatever state I'm in. Whether I abound or I'm abased, whether I have or have not, hungry or fed, clothed or naked, I'm content. That's the kind of contentment a pastor needs to have. He's content with what the Lord provides. He's not in the ministry to make money. That's the idea here in verse 6. Verse 7 continues, For we have brought nothing into the world, so we can take nothing out of it either. That's one of the simplest statements so easy to understand. When we came into this world, 
we came in without anything. And when we leave, nothing that we acquire in this world will go with us unless it was acquired through faith in Jesus Christ. Only our spiritual rewards will last. We don't desire gold and silver. We don't desire this world's material gain. Jesus himself says that we cannot serve both God and mammon, or God and money. We will love one and hate the other. So we need to love God and serve him and forsake material possession. That doesn't mean we don't have a bank account. It doesn't mean that we don't have a home. We've already looked at a person who serves in the ministry is worthy of being financially taken care of. An ox who treads out the grain is worthy to eat of the grain. We have already studied that. So Paul continues in verse 8 and says, If we have food and covering, with these we shall be content. If we're not hungry, if we're not naked, that's good enough. Now, honestly, it's not good enough for everyone, but it should be good enough for everyone. And when we say if we have food and covering, we're talking about if we and our family are taken care of at the basic level, we should be content with these, for we do not serve for material things. Then Paul continues to elaborate on the temptation of riches. In verse 9, he says, But those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a snare, and many foolish and harmful desires which plunge men into ruin and destruction. If your desire in life, if a minister's desire in life is to get rich, there's a problem. For one, as believers, we need to recognize that we are already rich. We are rich in faith. We are rich in grace and mercy from God. We are rich beyond anything we deserve because what we deserve is eternal condemnation because of our sin. Yet we're not only servants of God, we are his adopted children. We are joint heirs with Christ. We are rich. Now, if you want to get financially rich in this world, and many Christians do, there are many motivational speakers out there who are telling people how to get rich. If you want to get rich, there is a serious danger from that desire. One, we should treasure things in heaven, not treasure things in earth. Everything on this planet is rust and dust. None of it will last. Eventually, this entire earth will melt and will be destroyed. We need to recognize that our lives should pursue that which is eternal. The scripture addresses this over and over. And if you have a desire to get rich, Paul tells us, the Holy Spirit tells us through Paul, that you will fall into temptation. You will be tempted to compromise, to embrace worldly attitudes and worldly objectives, to do things in an ungodly way to acquire that wealth. Rather than wanting to get rich, you should recognize you're already rich in Christ Jesus and then seek to live godly before him because that's where great gain truly is. You not only fall into temptation, but a snare. It's a trap. The desire to get rich leads to us being ensnared, trapped by worldly things, by worldly desires. And there are many foolish and harmful desires which accompany this goal, this preoccupation with getting rich. We cannot serve God and money. 
And these desires plunge men into ruin and destruction. Now, we need to note, they may actually become rich. They may live in a big house, drive a great car, have a huge bank account, be able to travel the world. But that doesn't mean that they aren't plunged into ruin and destruction. We serve God or mammon. We don't serve God and mammon. Every Christian needs to mature to the understanding of seeing material things, seeing money from a mature, godly viewpoint. Verse 10 goes on and says, For the love of money is a root of all sorts of evil, and some by longing for it have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Money and material things are not evil in and of themselves. It is our motive, our viewpoint, our attraction to those things that needs to be addressed. It's not wrong for a minister to be financially taken care of. As a matter of fact, a church that doesn't want to take care of a faithful pastor is wrong and sinful and materialistic. But it's wrong for a pastor to serve the Lord for financial motives. And it's wrong for any of us to surrender our pursuit of godliness and Christ-likeness because we want to get rich. It's not saying that a Christian can't be rich. Abraham was rich. Job was rich. Many people in Scripture were rich. It's about your motivation. If you handle what God gives you in a biblical, godly way, you should have more than enough. You may even become very wealthy. What you do with your wealth is important, and how you view your wealth is important. But our desire should not be to become rich and compromise our Christian faith. Praise the Lord for those who have financial resources and support the work of the church. Praise the Lord for those who give to missions. Praise the Lord for those believers who have enough and help take care of the poor and the needy. But just being rich for rich sake, just requiring to have and possess, is a problem. And there are many snares, temptations, and harmful, foolish desires that accompany that. And eventually, those individuals who wrongly perceive the value of material things will fall into ruin and destruction. Father, help us to understand properly what you desire for us regarding material things. You bless your people with everything that we have. We have everything that we need for life and godliness. Help us, Father, to learn contentment, to be at peace with whatever you provide. Guard our hearts, Father, against the desire for just wanting more and more and more so that we can consume it upon our pleasures. Father, give us wisdom in these things and discernment. And help us, Father, not to judge other people because they have material things. But rather, Father, trust that you are dealing with their heart and their life and that you will guide them into spiritual maturity. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.